Hey guys, I'm Justine Stevens, and this is the IT Podcast. The IT Podcast is raw conversations with people that inspire me and make me want to keep chasing my dreams. With the IT Podcast, I promise you authenticity and nothing less. With a voice that shifts seamlessly between melodic, blunt, and humorous. Aiden Barra, aka Bizet, is taking rap to a whole new beat with his musical parodies. He moved from Michigan to Los Angeles to pursue his rapping career. So excited to have you on my show, Aiden. We used to live together and I was lucky enough to be in one of these videos. Hey, Aiden, how are you doing? I'm doing really well, Justine. Thanks for calling. It's great to hear from you. So excited to have you on my show. Can you please introduce yourself to the listeners? And give us your background information. When did you decide that you wanted to be a rapper? And when did you move to LA? Of course. My name is Aiden. Aiden Bearer. I, I go by the rap name Biz Dare. And, and like you said, I'm a, I'm a rapper. I'm from, from Ann Arbor, Michigan. I uh, went to school up in East Lansing at Michigan State University. And that's kind of where I found my voice at in Michigan State. And I started picking up music from there. And then after college, you know, I was I was hanging around in Michigan for a couple years, and I I really just wasn't happy with the direction that I was headed because I I kind of stopped focusing on music after after college. So I kind of made a you know I guess a quarter life crisis as you'd call it, and just up and moved to Los Angeles to you know to pursue a career in production, which is what I studied at Michigan State. And then, you know, really started taking taking music to the next level once I got out here. So it's been a great shift for me. Mm-hmm. I'm really happy I made the leap and I wouldn't take it back for anything. Yeah. And what inspires me the most is that you're creating such awesome content and you're not waiting for permission or approval to get started in your rapping career. Your videos are really fire. And that's what life is. And what I realize in life is that you have to take chances. And in your case, it's definitely paid off. What drives you to keep pursuing your dream? Hmm, what drives me to keep pursuing my dream? I, I think that the biggest thing that drives me is probably the fact that there's there's so many people who who really believe in me, like a lot of mm-hmm. a lot of friends from back home. So at a certain point you start realizing that if you if you give up on your dreams then all you're really doing is is kind of letting those people down. So I think that's probably the biggest driving force is knowing that if I if I suddenly stopped, like I just all of a sudden music, you know, I, I cast it out. There's so many people who would be disappointed or that believed in me over the years that I would be letting down. You know, family, friends, old uh, colleagues from from Michigan State. You know, I played lacrosse there, so I have so many different circles that I feel like I have something to prove to. Yeah. And like I said, like I have no background in podcasting. So people must follow their dreams because what are we waiting for? You don't have to be an expert. You just have to believe in yourself. And you have, as you said, you have people believing in you. So that's amazing. How would you describe your musical style? So I think I had a, growing up, you know, I would, I would make funny songs, you know, in like high school maybe even dating back to middle school for a couple songs, but I never really took it serious because whenever I would look at my friends who were trying to make like really serious rap songs and looking at the life that they lived, 
like none of us, none of my circle in like high school, no one like struggled for very much. You know, I come from a, a suburb of Ann Arbor where, you know, my, my parents are happily married and we're like very middle of the class or middle class, you know, so, so there wasn't really much of a struggle. So all of my friends who, who are sitting there and rapping about the hard life that they have or like the girls and the money and all that stuff, I could never take serious. So I started kind of, you know, venturing into the comedic side of music, you know, started to make funny type rap, which I, I didn't really think that there was a spot for, you know, at the time. So I, I kind of just treated it as a joke and would do like parody songs and stuff like that. And then right around like 2013, there's this rap from Richmond, Virginia. That's where he went to school. I'm not exactly sure his hometown, but his name is Lil Dicky. And he all of a sudden, you know, breaks out with this mixtape that is all funny type of music. And it's and it's better. It's not like Lonely Island type where it's complete parody. It's like he can actually like spit bars. You know, he's he's a, he's an actual rapper. And and I think not to say that Andy Samberg's not an actual rapper. What I mean is like he released a project that was like, oh, you can, you can make a really like funny topic, go super in depth and have really amazing flow and then create a huge following around it. And there's just such a big audience for it that is pretty much untapped at this point. So I think he kind of paved the road. And after seeing what he did, mm. I was like, oh man, like this actually is possible. And right around that time I was in college and that's, you know, that's kind of, 2013, I would have been like a junior in college at that point. Then that's right around the time I, I picked it up. I started doing the music. I started, I started venturing more into that funny type rap. And then once I made the leap out to LA, I full on like, you know, just embraced it. All the, all the humorous moments. I stopped trying to be a serious rapper, but started embracing all those comedic elements. And I think that's kind of what makes me stand out a little bit is all the added comedy because I think there's a huge market for that. And I think people nowadays need to need to lighten up and laugh more, you know? So I think that's my, I think that's my overall goal is to really, really, you know, make people laugh with these music videos because I think our world needs it right now. Yes. Well, I love it. I love your content and you must just be you, be authentic and be you and you will find your audience. And I think that you're really doing that. You're really finding your audience. Everyone is unique and everyone has a story to tell. So I think if you just keep doing you, be authentic and be true to yourself, you will have your audience and people will find you. I really well, Thank you. I really appreciate that. Thank you very much. Who is your superhero alter ego and why? Super. Do you mean like, like an influence or something? Yeah, like an actual superhero. Like if you had to think of your favorite superhero from Marvel. Okay. I was thinking, you know, like a big influence for me would be like Eminem or something. He's probably my favorite rapper of all time, my biggest influence. But as far as like a superhero, oh man, that's a good question. I feel like Spider-Man would probably be probably be up there. I, yeah, let's go with Spider-Man. I think just because he's he's just a kid. And he's trying to, yeah, like Spider-Man, Peter Parker, you know, he's trying to find his, his, his way, like in high school. And all of a sudden you have, you have everyone trying, you have, you have the whole crew trying to get him to save the world. And he's like, yeah, but I'm like in love with Mary Jane and trying, you know, just like a normal kid trying to live life. And now all of a sudden he's given these crazy, amazing abilities 
and he has to utilize them to save the world. I just think that's kind of a, a unique story, really inspiring, you know, his whole struggle. Yeah, you got to love him. What would mm. you... <laughs> you got to... <laughs> Sorry, I put you on the spot there. like, uh, no. <laughs> no, that's okay. I love being put on the spot. You know, that's what freestyling is all about, so... <laughs> <laughs> awesome. What would you do differently if you knew nobody would judge you? I think I just would have... I would have made a leap to Los Angeles sooner. I think one thing that kind of held me back for a while was just like, you know, ever at that time, everyone's really expecting you to to conform into society and, and get a, you know, get a well-paying job with benefits and stuff like that. It's just kind of the natural route for everyone, for most people, like going into my, you know, graduating from my class. So I kind of, I kind of fell into that and gave up the dream for a little bit right after college. So I think if, if I didn't care about what anyone thought at that time, I would have just made the leap right then and there and, you know, 2015 opposed to, you know, like almost two and a half, three years later. I think it would just, you know, have me that much further ahead at, at this point in time. Mm. You know, I personally don't like expectations, like other people's expectations of me and society. Society is like, oh, you have to get married at this age. You have to have kids at this age. You have to be doing this. Stuff society. Mm -hmm. Totally agree. Yeah. Do you? I really believe that. We have to be happy in our own lives. What do you yeah. want most out of your career? What is the end goal? I think the end goal for my career is to, you know, like right now I'm at a very small stage and I have a small platform to speak on. But I think it's, a, it's really important that once you get a platform, which will eventually come as long as you put in the, the work, I think utilizing that platform for the good of humanity and the good of our, our earth and, and, and everything is, is super important. And I think that's another thing that really inspires me about Lil Dicky right now is that, you know, he broke into the scene doing all this comedy rap and stuff. Mm -hmm. And now all of a sudden he's releasing raps about climate change, like his new song, Earth. So he's totally using his platform for good to, to make a change in the world. And I think that's the, that's the end goal is to, you know, to use that, you know, you see Leonardo DiCaprio do it at like an Oscars speech or something like that. I just think, I think that has to be the end goal is that once you get onto that platform, once you get onto that stage, everything that you believe in has to come forward. And, it, you know, like, I think the, I think making the world a better place is really important. And I think climate change is an awesome thing to, to touch on in today's day and age, because it seems like it kind of goes, you know, the topic was swept under the rug for so long. Yeah, I love that. You don't just want to use fame for your, your good. The greater good is better. That's Correct. See, yes, definitely. What has been your biggest highlight in LA so far? Biggest highlight in LA. So I've done some shows out here, but nothing to this, nothing to like a huge scale. Like, I don't know if I would call them my biggest highlight quite yet. I would say my biggest highlight was with one of my parody raps that I did. It was about Aladdin. And it was just like, you know, kind of a spur of the moment thing where I was the executive producer on this project. And I, and I had to bring a bunch of different people together, cast and crew, you know, actors, actresses, dance choreographers, makeup artists, DP, director, assistant director, extras, PAs, gaffers, anything you could think of. And I was, I was kind of like the lead on all of this stuff. And to, to see the project come out 
you know, eight months later was just really relieving. And I think, and I had like a little release party for it with the whole cast and crew. And I think that was probably one of my biggest highlights to date is just seeing all of that support from all these people that believed in me. And those are part of the, like I was talking about earlier, part of the people that I can't let down, you know, a lot of people that believe in you, believe in your craft. And if you give up, then those are the people that you're, you're kind of disappointing. So I, I think, you know, I appreciate everyone from that cast and crew so much. And I think it was really amazing to see it all come together in the end. That's definitely one of the highlights. Well, I must just say that video was awesome. It was done so well. The lyrics were spot on. The beats. I actually showed my family and they absolutely loved it. They said oh, awesome. Very cool. And I showed my friends. Yeah, no, you keep creating. And with that, what has been your biggest challenge in LA so far? Biggest challenge is definitely dealing with the the cost of, you know, the price of living in Los Angeles. It's it's an expensive town to live in, but there's a lot of opportunity here. So for example, you know, like when I was living in Michigan, I was I was living at a coworker's house at my job and I was paying next to nothing for rent, like close to five hundred bucks. And all of a sudden you move out to Los Angeles and that doubles on top of the fact where like everything increases, you know, your car insurance, your, your health insurance, just like finding parking is tough at, at, at certain points going into car troubles. So, so definitely, definitely the biggest trouble, the biggest setback has been trying to, trying to chase your dream and doing all these things, but then having like, having the city of Los Angeles kind of like keep you in check every once in a while by getting your car towed or all the, you know, you're trying to invest a bunch of money on a big project, but you have to spend a thousand dollars on rent and, and something like that. So, you know, it's, it's tough. It's tough to pursue your dream. It's expensive and it's an expensive city to live in to pursue that dream. So that's, that's tough. Yeah, 100%. But it's worth it. Definitely worth it. In the end, it's worth it. And I think I think all the setbacks, all the challenges that you have to face here in Los Angeles, and and not to say Los Angeles is the only city that does that. There's, I mean, New York. I'm I've never lived in New York, but I'm sure it's very similar. Probably something like Chicago too. But yeah, at the end of the day, it's going to build you into a better person. And when adversity strikes in the future, you're going to be that much more prepared for it. You know, down the line. Yeah, definitely builds character. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Can you recommend anything to the listeners that will give them inspiration? It can be any resource, any podcast, anything that you heard recently. Well, I'll just give a piece of advice. I think that piece of advice is to never, never give up on your dreams. You know, no matter how, no matter how hard times times are. I think I think if you're really serious about chasing your dreams, and you have to make a leap for it, you've got to go into the unknown. You've got to make yourself uncomfortable. I know for a fact that my first year out here in LA was very tough. You know, it was very difficult, you know, sharing, sharing room, a room at the age of like 25, 26 is, is pretty humbling, but sometimes you got to put in your time and there's always a light at the end of the tunnel. So never give up on your dreams Mm -hmm. and just know that if there are times and if there's a hard time, there's, you know, you're going through something, reach out to, to, to the people around you, to your family, to your close friends, because there's so many people that will help pick you up and you need that support. You know, it's tough to, it's tough to bottle it up inside and everyone's, you know, I I've done that before. I've sat here and, and struggled and, and not really, you know, not really 
vented my, my frustration and seen a therapist or anything like that, you know, it's, but I think there's so many resources around you that you could really take advantage of that are going to help you uh, pursue that dream. I love that. It's so true. And you do get support. You can just reach out to family and friends and you will get that support. 100%. 100%. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Don't, don't hold back on, on, on those resources. And if you give up on your dream, what's the point? What's the point of it all? Then who are you living for actually? Well, yeah, you would just be kicking yourself down the line, you know, because I, I know that if I never made the, the leap out to Los Angeles, then I would, I would be miserable right now. You know, like, I mean, there's certain times I'm definitely not as financially stable as I would be had I never made the move, but I wouldn't be happy. And I think that's the, that's the most important thing. Exactly. Your happiness is more important than money. There's so, there's so many people there that have money, but they're so unhappy in their jobs. They come home, the same boring routine, day after day, wishing their day, their weeks away for weekends. What type of life is that? Yeah, and, and but here's the and here's the other thing is, you know, you can still, you know, you can still work, you know, just because I, I don't work a nine to five doesn't doesn't necessarily mean that like I'm shaming people who work a nine to five. Like pursuing your dream is is anything you know it doesn't have to be music it doesn't have to be actor it doesn't have to be painting it can be anything it could yeah it could be it can totally be anything and it could also be that you you work six to eight hours a day to support you and your family then after after work you you make active steps on spending time with the people that you love like that's right up that alley right there it doesn't necessarily have to mean that that you have to move out to Los Angeles and, and, be, and be a rapper. You know, everyone has their own, has their own dream for sure. <laughs> love that. Yeah, no, correct. You can find love in anything. Hobbies, things after work. Yeah. Totally true. What does your morning routine look like? Give us your specifics. Well, I usually, it's, I, geez, every morning is a little bit different just because my, I have a few different jobs. I work in a restaurant at night as a bartender. And then I also work in production. So if it's a production day, you know, it's it's usually an early call time. Get up, have a cup of coffee, get my things ready out the door, you know, walk, I uh, got to walk a couple blocks to get to my car and then be on set anywhere between seven or 8am. If I'm not working that day, you know, it's going to be it's going to be getting up at a reasonable time, you know, something like something like seven or 8am. I definitely like to go to the gym. I think that energy boost is uh, super important early in the day. So yeah, I'll go to the gym, get home, have a nice breakfast. And then I'll usually, depending on the day, you know, I might, I might sit down and, and try and refine some lyrics or like write a song or I'll make some herbal tea and then record a song. I actually kind of innovated my room here in Los Angeles where I, I created a, a recording studio out of it. So I have a bunch of studio foams set up Got my microphone set up with all my speakers, monitors, etc. So if it's a day off, I love to I love to work on music. You know, like any chance I can get, and I can do it right from home. That's some stuff. You know, that building that home recording studio started started from college. You know, going to classes and learning learning about equipment, and then eventually refined the process by going onto YouTube and just watching tutorials on on what I want, how to how to make my sound a little bit better. So, so yeah, I think, I think if I can, if I can work on music all day, it's a good day. Mm, That's beautiful. (laughs) Yeah. That's wonderful. I actually started writing songs. 
Oh, did you? Thank you, Sam. You can actually tell me your thoughts. Oh, okay. You wrote, it's not comedic. It's actually really deep. Mm. Yeah, if you send it to you, you should actually just check it out. Give me your thoughts. Please do. Please send me. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want you to check it out. I just literally wrote it in like 20 minutes. It just came to me. It just flowed. And I just put pen to paper. And I was like, I actually like this song. I just need a beat to it. You know, I, I, had, a, I had a song. So I released my first single. It was, it was about a month ago now. And I went into the studio. I, I recorded it at a buddy's studio. And I went in there. I had two verses written. And it's a pretty, you know, the song is about, it's kind of a stress. I like to classify it as a stress-free banger. Okay. <laughs> so, and it's, so it's kind of talking about not, you know, very, very similar to topics that we're talking about right now, where, you know, don't worry about that job. Don't worry about that rate. Just keep on moving. Everything will be okay sooner or later. Just take a little time to reflect and ask yourself if you've been working hard to find out what's next. You know, it's, it's very, it strays away from the comedic side and it turned into a, a very serious song. And I went in there with these two verses, recorded them. And he goes, I don't like the second verse. I went, wait, what do you mean? And he goes, it's, it's totally off topic. And I had spent like hours like trying to refine that verse and, and make it good. And then he pretty much scratches at the producer. So I went back to the writing block. I had about an hour to do it, wrote the verse, recorded it right there. And it ended up being the better of two verses, like right on the spot. So my point is that sometimes that inspiration can happen in 20 minutes. You know, you just got to be put on the spot, put the pen to paper when you're feeling it. It's not always a song that's going to take you three days to write. It could only take 20 minutes. Exactly. Exactly. When it hits, you just put pen to paper and you never know. You can make magic happen. You never know. Yeah, I'm going to send you those lyrics. I want your thoughts. I really want your thoughts. Awesome. So where can people find you? It's that time of the show where you can pimp yourself out. Promote yourself. Give us your Instagram, your Facebook. Usernames. So I, the two best, I, I would direct people towards three: Spotify, YouTube, and Instagram. Once again, my rap name is Bizair. That's B I Z Z A I R. On Instagram, I'm Aiden Bars. That's kind of like my my slim shady alter ego, I guess, as you would call it. So Aiden Bars, A I D A N B A R S. And if you go to Instagram, you know that's got links to to everything, you know, from, from YouTube to Spotify. But I would say I'm most active on Instagram for sure. I'm always posting stuff and I'm always, you know, I got links in my bios to all my YouTube videos and stuff like that. And recently I've been putting everything on Instagram because I think that's my platform of choice. So, you know, now that I'm talking through this, definitely go to Instagram. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Check out Instagram. It's got all my, a lot of my parody work on there. If you want full music videos, you know, you, you can just click on the link in my bio. It'll direct you right to YouTube where you can kind of go down the rabbit hole from there. Awesome. Can I put you on the spot right now before you Of leave? course. Can you give us some free flow? Do you want to give us some reps? You want to- some, some free flow. I can give you a little bit of free flow. Awesome. So I'm after it. My rapping causing laughter fits. And when you ask for it, don't matter if I'm on another planet, I'll get back to you. To rap for you. Delivery, I'm the package, bruh. Running on tracks, lapping them, coming up fast, and I'm passing them, yeah. I'm full of facts, so I guess my skull is factful. See, you could find me underneath the cap of a Snapple. I got that whack flow, sure to make that track called dopest shit that's spoken from a local Adam's apple. 
but I'm just a tadpole swimming in the sea. The fear we're not doing it big in this game and they think really stopping me from making this music. I was losing it. When I abused my limit, 20-year-old kid, who's in? Nobody around. I was drunk and upset about my life and then I've said in my head, if someone I get big, you can do it. No fret. If I put your mind to it, just pick up a pen and then write out some words. Anything can be done. So I'm going to have fun. Take the mic and run with it. Working all night. I spit it till the break of dawn. I'm on, yo. Woo! Thank you. Love it. Guys, you're welcome. Yeah. Check him out. Really awesome. <laughs> Thank you. And you are going to go places. I really believe in you. That is why I asked you to come on my show before you become famous. I had to just nab you quickly <laughs> on my show. So awesome. Thank you so much for coming on the show. I really enjoyed chatting to you. Hey, you're very welcome, Justine. Thank you so much for having me. I hope you enjoy the beautiful sights in New Zealand. And definitely go ahead and send me those lyrics, okay? Awesome. And I'm actually coming out to LA next year sometime. I actually wrote a script, so I'm going to be filming it sometime in June. Oh, amazing. That'll be well, cool. congratulations. Thank you. Thank you so much. And we'll chat soon. Sounds good. Yeah, when you come to Los Angeles, definitely hit me up. We have to link up. Yes, yes, definitely, for sure. Enjoy the rest of your day. All right, Justin. Yeah, you as well. I'll, I'll talk to you later, okay? Catch soon. Bye. All right. Bye, Justine.